0: Welcome to another edition of No Brains, No Headache Podcast. This is episode 11. I am your host, Jordan. I'll be joined shortly with my co-host, Matthew. On today's show, we have headlines, including the Marlins' COVID outbreak. As of today, there have been 18 total reported cases among the team. We also do NFL headlines, including Michael Pierce and other players opting out of the 2020 season. We are doing the first ever live kombucha taste test. We will see how Matt likes it since we are finally figuring out the mystery of kombucha. We did Olympics of One-Dimensional Actors with our first recurring guest, Joe Cleary. We have a show-and-tell today where Matt and I will pick two of our favorite sports memorabilia items, tell you about it. My girl Britney Spears is going through a lot of drama right now, so I'm going to run you through the free Britney saga and how you can help. Cleary's comments and fallacies is how we'll finish up today. Let's get it on. Miami Marlins are in the middle of a nasty COVID-19 outbreak. Another player has tested positive on Wednesday to make a total of 18 reported cases among the team. Matt, we claimed ourselves an anti-Marlins podcast last week. What are your thoughts on this? I could not be happier, honestly. I think that it is set up
1: for the Marlins to maybe go back 20 years when they weren't the worst Goddamn franchise on the planet. Derek Jeter should have to play. They bring back the D-train, Dontrell Willis.
0: Yep, I'm a big Dontrell Willis guy.
1: I think they bring guys out of retirement to play. Fill in the roster. You know those guys are down in Miami.
0: So do you have any more specific suggestions besides Derek Jeter? David Ross. Like the Cubs manager currently. I think he's still got it. He can do both. As long as they don't play each other. I think Miguel Cabrera started his career in Florida with the Marlins. Maybe they just make him go back to the team. Well, look at the guys they traded. Like, that team was loaded. Yeah, they traded... um, Yelich? Yep, Yelich to the Brewers. Stanton. Stanton to the Yankees. D. Gordon. To God knows who. I think he was
1: with the Mariners, now he's with someone else.
0: Yep. But holy crap. Well, it doesn't help that Jose Fernandez died.
1: It turns out when you hit a coral reef going a hundred miles per hour on a boat. Chances of survival slim and
0: none. Yeah, we all know what he was doing in that boat. A little nose candy. Uh, Michael Pierce, D-Tackle for the Minnesota Vikings, has opted out of the 2020 season, citing uh, health concerns. Apparently, he has asthma, and he's an NFL player. So he opted out. The Vikes signed him to be a big part of their defensive line. And now, might as well just put a fucking refrigerator out there, because be more useful. You can keep your beer cold. He was with the Ravens last year, wasn't he? Yep.
1: Yeah, that's a tough break for them. Um I heard they're trying to bring back uh, Everson Griffin. Either he's going to the Packers
0: or the Vikings coming back. Very interesting. The thing with Michael Pierce, though, is if you're opting out of, I believe he's making $7 million a year. Does it restart the next year then? Does his contract just carry over? I'm not sure the details of that, but since he qualifies, because he does have a medical condition, he'll receive $350,000. And he's opting out. Everybody's pretty supportive of it. I guess I don't really give a shit. If you don't want to play, you don't want to play. That's just hands majority down. majority of the guys that are opting out, too, are on the
1: defensive line or the offensive line. Now that I say that, I think that's half the positions in football, so it's probably a good chance they are. But uh, the Chiefs guard that is a medical doctor also was the first one to opt out. And then I think that kind of started the... Uh, I think we said it on a previous podcast that it's going to start a kind of a rolling snowball down a hill like more people are just going to catch on and the Patriots have uh I think five starters now Patrick Chung, Donta Hightower, Brandon Bolden, Marcus Cannon I think they're right tackle, Danny Vitale and then another interior lineman and the one that I think is funny is the New York Giants Nate Solder sees all of his old uh Patriots teammates he's like well I play for the Giants yeah let's give this year off too Yeah. go hang out with my buddies
0: I guess it does make sense that the O-line and D-line the guys who are going to get most close and physical to other people are they're opting out so they just don't want to be there but it's a really interesting concept um, I guess next man up mentality you know, you got to come, you got to show up and you got to play still.
1: And the poor Packers and Phillies, I mean, they're short at wide receiver to begin with. Marquise Goodwin, he's gone for the Phillies. So they're back to having like a backup quarterback and a popcorn vendor as their the receivers. The Phillies. Yeah, plays for the Phillies now. Uh, Eagles. Oh, they have the peyote. Um, and Devin Funches, he was with the Panthers. Kind of sucks. But he was the Packers' big get at wide receiver this year. He's gone. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is really pumped. Broke up with Danica Patrick, number two wide receiver guy. We all
0: know Aaron Rodgers got dumped by Danica Patrick. Don't try to tell me otherwise. Um, one of the funnier things
1: that I saw was uh, Keenan Allen yep. saying that this guy's not better than me um, to... I'm not sure who it was, but he meant to uh, tag Chris Godwin on Twitter and tagged Chris Goodwin, who just happens to be some guy who hasn't tweeted since 2013, and his picture is just him sitting on a four-wheeler with his kid. Nice. So hopefully that guy doesn't reactivate the account, because he's going to get bombarded.
0: Well, that's that's a way to get some clout, is just to accidentally get mentioned on Twitter by somebody famous, but... It'll be interesting to see what happens going forward, and we'll definitely keep an eye on it. I just want to touch lightly on some Kyrie Irving news that I saw. According to Bleacher Report, you had Kyrie Irving on your most hated athletes list. Am I am I mistaken?
1: I think yeah, I think I did. I think he was my bronzer. Oh,
0: so no. even though you like Duke and Kyrie, was a Duke guy. I saw this post and. That it was kinda nice. He's actually doing some good in the world and not just posting it on social media. He's actually doing actions. So apparently he donated three hundred and twenty-three thousand dollars and two hundred and fifty thousand meals throughout New York so far. He donated two hundred thousand Beyond Burgers to Food Bank for NYC. Not really sure what Beyond Burgers are, but... It's a plant-based burger product, but it looks like a burger, so you can just eat
1: it out of the package. It's kind of weird. It's definitely on the lines of kombucha, so...
0: Yeah, you would know. He donated 3,000 masks and two trucks of food to Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, and he produced a TV special Seeking Justice for Breonna Taylor, and started a $1.5 million fund for dumb WNBA players who opted out.
1: I thought you were going to say
0: dumb people. Well, they need money too. So he's actually doing a little action on there. I saw that, thought it was interesting, since you had him on your most hated athletes
1: list. Oh, hey, so. Kyrie, good for you, but you're still a
0: flat-earther
1: and a moron.
0: All right, people, let's get to the moment we've all been waiting for. This has been weeks in the making. It is time for the No Brains, No Headache podcast, live kombucha taste test. Now before we started recording here, I went to the grocery store, looked all over for this kombucha, and I found two different flavors that Matt and I will be taste testing on the air. First one here is Kavita Master Brew Kombucha. I went with raspberry lemon, which you stated are the two worst fruits. Fruit flavors. Fruit flavors. Do you care to elaborate? Uh, Everything that's like
1: raspberry or lemon flavored in like candy
0: is the worst flavor. So this is kombucha is live probiotics. Do you have any idea what that means?
1: I know probiotics help with digestion. But you can also just take a pill for that and not spend $6 on a glass bottle. of.
0: So I looked up probiotic. The definition is a probiotic substance or preparation. So that doesn't help us at all. Let's get on to the nutrition facts, shall we? 60 calories in this bitch. 15, 15 milligrams of sodium. Whatever that means. Total carbohydrates, 16 grams, and mold at the bottom. There's two inches of mold at the bottom. Yeah, for anyone uh, wondering, it's absolutely riveting just watching Jordan read a label. At Kavita, we believe in vitality. Welcome to a delicious way to boost your day and wake up your senses. Invigorate. This is not an ad read for Kavita. I was told to lightly shake... That's my light shake. I see there's some fucking dingleberries on the bottom of the kombucha. Oh, oh, oh. Looks like she's hot. She's hot. I was warned that if you shake it, it will get fizzy. I'm not
1: excited for this, honestly.
0: I'm going to pour each of us some Kavita Master Brew Kombucha. Also,
1: during this podcast, I've been trying to get my Minnesota fishing license for the weekend.
0: That's a lot. It's a taste test. Drink it. It smells like Indian food wrapped in a diaper. (laughs) You haven't had Indian food. Oh, yeah, that does not smell good.
1: (laughs) (coughs) Oh, Oh, God.
0: So, the appearance is bubbly. The color is rose, light rosé. Yeah, the smell is... It's like ammonia feet in a garbage can that somebody puked in last night. They were drinking Kharkov, and they had... Dude, that's so shitty. They had Subway that they puked up with Kharkov. Here we go. That is not good. Um, it doesn't taste like a whole lot to me. It's Yeah, why would you spend six bucks on this? Because, Matt, it's called Entertaining the Goddamn People and we're doing a live kombucha fucking taste test. The taste is a lot better than the smell. Okay, give it here. Here's a fucking saltine fresh in your palate. Chug this shit. Are there booze in here? So what would you rate Kavita Master Brew Kombucha Raspberry Lemon? Naturally flavored with other natural flavors. Okay. Out of 10... What are we giving it? What's, is it on a kombucha scale or just a 0 through 10? A 0 through 10 kombucha scale.
1: Well, I don't know what a 10 would be, so I'm going to go with a solid
0: 3.1. 3.1 for the Kavita. I'm going to go with... Uh, hold on here. If it weren't for the smell, it would be actually not 10. I'm going to go like, like a 4.8. Just because it's, like, right in the middle of, like, uh, it's not terrible, it's not great. If, if it weren't for the smell, it wouldn't be that bad. It tastes like, you know when you dye Easter eggs? It smells like Dirty Mike and the boys just did some unforgivable
1: things in the backseat of my car. I don't know, I feel like you could drink half of this, put a rag full of gasoline in it, <laughs> and throw it in a car. <laughs> You'd have yourself a Irish Christmas car bomb.
0: Also, they're in glass bottles, and they had to be refrigerated. All right. That's the one that has the freaking baby diarrhea at the bottom. Uh, They're dingleberries, so get it right. Time for GTS Living Foods Synergy Raw Kombucha. What those words just meant that I said, I have no I have
1: have a better (laughs) chance of reading a medical textbook than what is a hipster product.
0: So this is Trilogy. I was told this is this is good stuff. At the bottom of the label it says, Renew, Rebalance, Rebuild, Reclaim, Rekindle, Recharge. It says it's organized.
1: <laughs> Two words you can't say. You just had to
0: fucking throw it out. It says it's organic and unpasteurized. <sighs> Up to my nipples is okay with me, but... Celebrating 25 years of authentic kombucha. Kombucha is as old as us, Matt.
1: I know. It dates back to 2200 BC.
0: Trilogy was born in 2001. Um, What is this flavor? Uh, It's Trilogy GTS Synergy Raw Kombucha. Matt, can I have your cup, please? And you replenish your body after you take...
1: Don't give me a lot. I will absolutely... I I did
0: give you a lot the last time. Sincerely apologize. Comes out quick. Gravity. It's water. Oh my god, the smell's worse than this one. I didn't shake it up.
1: Oh! (laughs) It's so bad! You want to do a smelling
0: salt? I would rather eat a smelling salt than drink a full bottle of this. Let's just do it. Cheers. Well, this is only 50 calories. Drink up, pal. Don't have to go to the gym. Nope. That one's a little better, I'd say. No, nope. 2.9. 2.9? 2. 9. Yep. I'm going to give GTS, Gran Turismo, Living Foods, Synergy Raw Kombucha, a No Brains, No Headache podcast, scoring in the live taste test of 5.2. Is it possible that kombucha can give you a panic attack and make your stomach hurt? <laughs> Cause are you experiencing both of those right now? Yeah. For some reason, I am nervous right now. The kombucha is making you nervous. Well, that's just the start. Cause it's gonna make you shit in about ten minutes. We're Dude. gonna do that live too.
1: Yeah. Well, it replenishes your body. Cause you absolutely go explode everything out both
0: orifices. You want a saltine? Yeah. Oh, you took you took both the goddamn saltines. Bo- my saltines? Body of Christ. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? Just enjoying myself. Dude, my stomach fucking hurts now. All right, now we welcome on our very first recurring guest, Joe Cleary. He is the brother of my co-host, Matthew, and he was on episode four, and he had a nice interview with us. He's going to join us for Olympics of One-Dimensional Actors. Uh, it's very open for interpretation. So, Matt, we'll let you get started. Joe, you follow, and I'll trail as tradition. All right. My first
1: one-dimensional actor is Josh Radner. Okay. Plays Ted Mosby in How I Met Your Mother. I don't see him in any... I think he was in The Hunters on Netflix or on Amazon, the
0: yeah, um, yep. where
1: they hunt Nazis. Yeah, but other than that, I don't see him playing anything else, and he's not a very good actor. So
0: I do like that show.
2: <laughs> it's a, it's a good show, but he's like the worst character in it. I think like out of the group of char- oh, like yeah. main characters, they, and
1: they went way too deep after. They're like, all right, we're a season into this. I guess we just have to take in the shorts for eight more. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: at least it's better than Big Bang Theory.
1: Yeah. Oh fuck, Big Bang. <laughs> Who do you have for your Lost in the Metal round?
2: Okay, so my Lost in the Metal round is Vincent LaRusso, who plays Adam Banks in the Mighty Ducks series because okay. he because li- <laughs> <laughs> he literally has not played anything else. <laughs> well, I he's have some- kind of a cake eater, though. Okay, I know. So Adam Banks, if you're not familiar, is the really good player who had to play on the Ducks because of redistricting. Here's some fun facts about the first Mighty Ducks. It's just outrageous. So... You guys understand that the Mighty Ducks were 1-12-1 in the regular season? And that the only reason they got into the playoffs is because the Panthers got the measles. <laughs> Even though a measles vaccine has been around since the 1960s. like this, Not, like, not this like, Minnesota. Like, the Panthers, the, the school district the Panthers in were just filled with anti-vaxxer moms that are like, not our children! Well... <laughs> Now you don't get to go to the playoffs. Or how about the
1: premise of the movie circling around the fact that. <laughs> the coach coach. Got DUI.
2: It was kind of. I mean, like, Hardball copied there, Like, yeah, kind that's of like that. Saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's my pick. Vincent LaRusso, Adam Banks. He literally has not appeared in anything else. And his only public appearances are when, like, the Mighty Ducks go to, like, Comic Con or they make, like, reunion appearances.
1: Or go visit Goldberg in
0: jail. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. Well,
0: if that's your lost in the medal round, I'm looking forward to the rest of your list, Joe. Okay. My lost in the medal round is Russell Brand. He was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Get Him to the Greek. Apparently, he was in Despicable Me one and two. He's just, I hate that he's just, you know, a foreigner who just. Oh, I'm bloody. I say little witty things that a normal person shouldn't, but since I'm phone with my accent, I can do that and people laugh. And well, he usually plays the ex-slash-current drug addict in me awful films, because he's probably well, an
1: ex-or-current drug addict.
2: And actually, in Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Get Him to the Greek, he, I think he's the same guy. Like, it's the same character. Like, exactly the same name and everything.
0: Yeah, and I just hate how he says funny words like mobile phone or metaphor. And he's, he's basically Ricky Gervais, but fat. Or not fat. <laughs> it's on Matt.
2: <laughs> so is it a snake draft? I can't remember.
1: No, it goes back to me. Matt will oh, do bronze. You got to give the losers the... Is Brian Baumgartner, who plays Kevin from The Office. Okay, I don't think he's in anything else. I, I
2: almost know. went with an Office character for mine. Like I almost there's a couple you could choose from. Oh, but I didn't pick any. So that's a good pick though.
1: Who do you got for yours?
2: So my bronze medal is from the popular TV show in the '90s, MacGyver, and the actor is Richard Dean Anderson. And the full name of the character is actually Angus Mac MacGyver, um, uh, according to Wikipedia. <laughs>
0: I'm looking him up now.
2: (laughs) MacGyver's first name was supposed to be Stacy, but they went with Angus, which is like, why? (laughs) Well,
1: have you ever watched, like, one of those episodes? Oh, yeah. The premise of it is,
2: like... He's a a war hero who double majored in physics and chemistry and never carries a gun.
1: Yeah, well, I'm locked in this freezer. Let me get out by tying my (laughs) pants together, starting a friction fire and creating a nuclear bomb. Like,
2: it's... it's, It is no mistake that dad was the one who liked that show and wanted us to watch it when we were little kids.
1: Yeah, it really worked out well. I tried to pick mine. I scored me, in like the me. negative percentile in the ACT on science.
2: Thanks, It took, for me, it took me six years to get through undergrad.
1: <laughs> it's more impressive that
0: you went to You, Mary. Shut up. Uh, yeah, Jordan's up now. All right, I went with... I didn't plan it, but this is actually technically a character from The Office, so thanks for dick-jockeying me before I could get to it. Uh, Kathy Bates, Mama on Waterboy, and Joe Bennett on The Office. Oh, that's a good pick. For me, she just uh, just always plays a very strong, strict old lady that you don't want to fuck with,
2: because Mama says
0: that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. I, I, I
2: I want someone to create a timeline of her character somehow getting out of the swamp from Waterboy and becoming a multi-millionaire CEO. I want that spinoff for a TV series.
0: We might have to do it for a blog. She also, (laughs) Mama also says that happiness is for magic rays of sunshine that come down when you're feeling blue. No, the spinoff I
1: want is for Bobby Boucher's dad, Roberto, (laughs) when he shows up at the (laughs) (laughs) end.
0: Daddy.
1: We'll both oh, are
0: just crossed. But the uh, only exception for Kathy Bates is uh, her role in fried green tomatoes, where she's a ditzy mother wife who's confused, but that's a 90s sensation. That's for a different conversation.
1: All right. My silver medal is William Zabka from The First Karate Kid. He plays Johnny.
0: The, the the antagonist. Yeah.
2: I mean, you oh. could also go with Ralph Macchio, too, because they both never did anything else other than. Uh, it's Ralph Macchio kid.
0: appeared in the movie Beer League, which is one of the best movies I've ever seen.
2: Wow, uh, Jordan. <laughs> just, when, just when I thought you had better opinions than that, you go out and bust I that also out.
0: really like
1: Beer League. It's a great film <laughs> if you haven't
2: <laughs> seen it. It's not a shocker that you two are co hosts of this podcast. Well, and... well the
1: new uh, Cobra Kai is an awesome show. I've heard well, that. Yeah, uh, it's coming to Netflix later this month. I'm going to definitely watch all of it did, again.
2: Did they buy, So did Netflix buy it from YouTube then?
1: Yeah, so the third season's going to be out on Netflix. Okay. Netflix is just buying all the shows that like...
2: Which is fine, because I'm sick and tired of having 15,000 different streaming services. Oh, yeah. Like NBC just came out with theirs. Peacock? Oh, yeah.
1: I cable, but I somehow pay $1,600 a month for <laughs> random streaming services.
2: I cut the cord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going into my prison wallet. Alright, so... <laughs> Your silver, Joe. My silver is Mark Hamill, a.k.a. Luke Skywalker. So some fun fun facts about Mark Hamill. Okay. Darth Vader is his father. Oh, wait, that's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> uh, Bat a Thousand. <laughs> married a dental hygienist. And even though he hasn't really had any other, like, major film credits other than, like, one war movie in the 80s. Fun fact, I didn't actually know about him until I was doing research. You know, like, the Joker or the the Batman cartoons from, like, when we were growing up, like, on WB and stuff?
1: Yeah, he's iconic. He's, for that he, he's the, like Joker. the
2: Joker. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he gets a lot of credit for that and Star Wars. But other than that, he's kind of just a
2: two-flusher.
0: Okay, wow. <laughs> I'm glad we got some Star Wars characters in here. That's huge. My- I was going to pick
2: Chewbacca because Chewbacca hasn't appeared in anything. Yeah,
0: yeah what a sandbagger. <laughs> yeah, Technically, Chewbacca should be gold and gold only. Well, My silver, um, it comes from another movie dynasty. Harry Potter. Uh, apparently, his, he has a real name and it's Daniel Radcliffe, but... <laughs> I'm going to call him Harry Potter for the rest of my life. All I really have is, if I was Harry Potter, I would expecto no more acting jobs. That's for goddamn sure.
1: Well, every movie he's in kind of sucks, too. He was like, well, Now You See Me Too, and then Guns Akimbo. I never watched it, but apparently he wakes up, and he has two guns, like, sewed into his hands and has to rob a bank.
2: Um. The other problem with like, and this is not just him, but this is like, every, like all these these actors, right? Like, no matter what, he could be in the best movie ever, but all you, all you see is like, oh, that's Harry Potter. Like, it could be like a romantic comedy, and you're like, why is Harry Potter in this romantic comedy? Yeah, I, like,
1: I, I don't think he's as bad as being Rupert Grant. Is it
0: uh, the Ron Rupert B.
2: Rupert Grant? Yeah.
0: Yeah. My only question is, did Harry Potter ever bang Hermione? Because I lost <laughs> track. I lost track after Tokyo Drift. <laughs>
1: oh, God. No, she, her, um, Hermione and Hermione? Whatever, it doesn't Say matter. her name. Hermoine.
2: <laughs> Hermione. Hermione?
1: Harry Potter. Hermione. Desert. Hermione. Let's get on to the gold round. Alright, my gold.
2: I could phone a friend. My girlfriend just told me that it was Hermione. Hermione.
1: Dennis Haysbert. The Allstate commercial guy. The the black
0: gentleman? Yeah. <laughs> With a <the> really <laughs> deep voice. That's your
2: gold medal? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, From <what> a commercial. <laughs> what he, also, he also
1: played the president in 24 and then got assassinated, but then brought back. But other than that, I don't think he's been in too many things. He has
2: to be a voice actor for some stuff. But
1: everyone, his voice is always the all-state guy. And Matt, it just... Just,
2: it's wild that you just like went with like, there's a bunch of good answers, and you're like, I'm going to go with a guy from a commercial.
1: <laughs> That's the... It's the best pick. He's the most one-dimensional actor of
2: all time. Why? All right. So my so my uh, my gold medal. Um, she has played the same role for twenty-two years now, on TV. Marge Simpson, and her name is Mariska Hargitay, and she plays Olivia Benson on Law and Order SVU. Oh. And so, fun fact about SVU, it has been oh, seen yeah, I two. It has been seen in 230 territories, including Turkmenistan, and it has survived four different presidents and three popes. Hmm. So, good job, Catholic Church. <laughs> three popes? Like the guy who lives
0: next to Matt's old house? He still yeah. doesn't understand the concept between a bishop and a pope. It's a lost
2: cause. Matt, Matt, the one that Matt waged a holy war on as his neighbor.
0: Yeah, smoking cigarettes on his perch. Yeah. Allegedly.
2: (laughs) All right, Jordan.
0: Okay. For the best pick in No Brains, No Headache podcast, Olympics of One-Dimensional Actors, with our guest Joe Cleary, my gold pick is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get to the chopper now.
1: Jordan said he had a bunch of... uh
0: impressions
1: before this oh god and they are worse than i even (laughs) imagined
0: you want to live come with me now
1: Get to the chopper. If anything, he should be non-one-dimensional. Have you seen Kindergarten?
0: <laughs> I was about to say he was in Terminator, Kindergarten Cop.
1: Yeah, but to, D- be fair, to be
2: Kinder fair, to be fair,
1: Kindergarten Cop, he's got range.
2: Put the cookie down. <laughs> no, but that's the thing is, he just does the same voice. Oh, he yeah. basically just yells in all his movies,
0: and no one gives a shit. If I were <laughs> to read the Arnold Schwarzenegger's script, I would talk like this the whole time. It's like one God. of the guys that showed up to. Kind of want to
2: hang up now.
0: <laughs> Get
2: to the jumbotron. Mm. So, uh, don't we do like uh, didn't qualify? Yeah, if you want. Okay. Well, I have the horse that played Seabiscuit in the movie <laughs> Seabiscuit. Yeah, I have the wolf. I did th- the
0: wolf th- and th- dances with wolves. I have hair I for th- that th- sack th-
2: of shit. Take that back. Matt. You're
1: not telling me that a lab is a three-sport athlete. That <laughs>
2: does not happen. Oh, Matt. So I did some research on why Zach Braff just stopped working. Apparently, he got paid three hundred and fifty thousand dollars an episode at the end of his Scrubs contracts.
1: Oh yeah, I think he was only in five episodes in season nine.
2: He literally was like, "I don't work because I don't have to," which is oh, yeah. just that, that must was... be just great.
1: Well, have you seen the movie Garden State? It's terrible.
2: It won a bunch of awards.
1: On what platform?
2: I think, like, the Oscars.
1: No. I would teen, I teen,
2: say, like,
0: teen,
2: the... Teen Choice? The
0: USSR Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> How many episodes did Zach Braff do you think? Uh, there's
1: two hundred episodes. at so yeah, 350 300, no, 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 he wasn't getting paid all that. Though. I, I think like I did. think his
2: last his last three seasons he was making like three hundred k plus per episode.
1: I mean, he probably made over fifteen million.
2: Oh million yeah. yeah, yeah, easily. And then plus, also he, he
1: directed a lot of the episodes too.
2: Yep, yep. So, um, let's see
1: what other what You're other lost did I have. Twice.
2: Um, the chimp,
0: the chimp from MXC that where he rides a skateboard, Danny Trejo. He just plays the every emergency Mexican. Every every um, Danny DeVito. I,
2: I had Hillary Duff as a did not qualify.
1: You take that back. Okay.
2: No, I won't. The Lizzie
0: McGuire uh, movie is cinematic genius. I had Cameron Diaz. She just kind of plays the dumb blonde in every movie.
2: Let's see. Do Jason case any...
0: he's just pissed off in every movie. Gerard Butler, pissed
2: off uh, in every movie. Zach Galifianakis. He plays yeah. the same character in every
1: His character in Elk Kolb Out Cold different.
2: Shout out my girlfriend who came up with that answer. Who's sitting Ooh. right here?
1: Hey, what has happened to Pig Pen from Out Cold? Has
0: he done
2: anything? Oh, that would have been a good one. I don't even know yeah. that actor's name.
0: He is in a team days as well, mm. which is a shitty B list movie, C list probably.
1: Mm. Mm. How about we pivot to uh, if you guys don't have a season this year, can we declare Wayne State national champ?
2: Oh yeah, I've already I already have the trophy on pre order. Yeah, t shirts, yeah, of course, hats, t shirts, coffee mugs. Do you guys want any of that?
0: All of them. No, we're we're right. gonna make T shirts and out for T
1: shirts. Yeah, we're gonna bootleg oh, T shirts.
2: yeah. I mean, you're. I mean, just that don't happens. use any. Don't use any of the logos because actually, Wayne State will come after you. Not me personally, but like. Okay,
1: the, my the, uncle's name is Wayne, so I feel okay. No, the town of Wayne. No, I mean that's what you'd have talk to do. Copyright infringement. Their high school logo <laughs> is literally the Wisconsin logo changed to you, blue, and then the Duke Blue Devil you, right next
2: you, to it. Yeah. Honestly, uh, Jordan, it's wild. Matt has to show you a picture of it. It's like the most blatant copyright infringement in the history of co- high school athletics taking college.
0: It is, they just took two and stuck them together. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, just like, like nachos. If they get stuck together, it's one nacho. Yeah,
2: it counts as one copyright
0: infringement. <laughs> exactly.
2: Their, their, um, their
0: lawyer only covered them for one copyright infringement. So.
2: Honestly, like, I don't see why not. Like, I don't see why we wouldn't make those t-shirts.
0: Although I was looking forward to Wayne State coming to Bismarck and me and Matt being the only ones in the stands drinking
2: heavily. Well, well we, we, they are gonna, they're visiting us this year anyway. So. Oh, well, to, 2021. If your, if your, yeah, if your podcast makes it to 2021, you can do it. Uh, uh, this
0: podcast is definitely making it to 2021. Speaking of which, what do you think of the podcast so far?
2: I've actually enjoyed it. It's gotten better and better. Matt has gotten less and less – Edgy slash racy, so he doesn't have to like get canceled. Pre canceled, so,
1: Joe. I can say whatever I want.
2: I I did give Matt credit. You guys were way ahead on like being an anti Marlins podcast because they really just went down the tubes in the last couple days. I've also been seeing
1: people's names and they keep dying. So <laughs> <it's happened laughs> twice so far.
2: Um, but did Ma- Jordan? Did Matt tell you the tweet that I saw about uh, how? Adam Silver and Gary Bettman were bragging about how they had no coronavirus cases in their bubble. Meanwhile, Rob Manfred's like, let's just kill the Marlins. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Strami
1: texted me yesterday and goes, by not playing any games, you, Mary, is about to have its best football season in 10 years.
2: Okay. (laughs) They have a football team? Uh I'm still a proud alum of the You Marauders and I, I like the head coach. You should, come, to, you should come back to Bismarck
1: because uh, a Bismarck man was just accused of terrorizing people with a weed whacker, so that's where we're at.
2: Do you have a can you link me to that news article after we're done with this interview?
1: <laughs> yep, I'm sending it to you right now. is
2: this is is this as good as the time when that person put that there was a missing dog and it was in their in their it was in there? <laughs> Yeah, this dog's not very friendly, and it's straight up a coyote. <laughs> and it was on BizMan online. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, can someone come get their loose dog? This <laughs> presents a coyote in their freaking garage. I'll tweet it from our account. It's so good. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, No, but I mean, like, we got our season shortened again and pushed back. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if it happens or if we get moved to the spring or – or what? But
1: would you? What would you want? A shortened season, or move it to the spring?
2: I mean, it's going to be shortened whether we play it in the fall or the spring. I guess uh, I w- I just want to play it when we can play the whole thing out because it would stink to play it this fall and we get two weeks in and they're like, never mind, we're canceling, like they did to like the spring sports this last year. Um. So. Uh. But we'll see. I mean, it just kind of all depends on. I mean, logistically, pushing all the sports into one semester is very, very tough for athletic departments. Like, no matter no matter how big of an athletic department you are.
1: Well, trying to get field space uh, and facility space, I'm sure, would just be yeah, a
2: dumpster fire. F- field space, facility space, workers for your events. Um, yeah. I mean, like, it's hard enough, I think, even at big Division One schools where you have, you know, like, because like if you push division one football to the spring, you're realistically looking you're possibly looking at like basketball, football, baseball, like all these sports going on at one time, which is just well, like, I, can't,
1: I can't wait for football to get split up in conferences to not play each other. And then on Wikipedia, there's like 15 schools that claim national
2: championships. Just be glad that maybe we'll actually have playoffs, though, because, like, imagine if this was in the 90s where we didn't have playoffs where you could just, like, claim a share of the national title.
0: Or, like,
2: Central Florida did. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll talk to you guys later.
0: Thanks for coming on, Joe. Have a good one. See you, Joe. Yep,
2: you too. Bye. (laughs)
0: Let's get into some show and tell. Matt and I are going to... Not show you anything, because, well, this is a podcast, so now that I'm saying this out loud, this segment idea is dumb. Anyway, show and tell. My first show and tell is going to be a Sammy Sosa signed baseball. Now, I have no idea how I got this fucking baseball. Has to be fake. No, we'll get it checked out, authenticated. Probably Sammy himself will check it out and be like, yeah, that's mine. I'm white now. I'm white now. I think I got it when I was like a kid at some, you would think it would be a baseball camp, but I'm pretty sure I won it at a basketball camp.
1: All right. My first show and tell is a Kirby Puckett signed baseball that I got in real life when I was four years old.
0: Yeah, before you killed
1: him, allegedly. And uh, this was in North Bismarck at a hotel. And I don't remember it very much. I just remember that. Yeah, you were four. But I remember my mom saying, don't say anything about his eye because he kind of has a stroke or something. His eye was messed up. He's got a wonky eye. And telling four-year-old Matt to not say, don't say anything about your eye, I immediately say, what happened to your eye?
0: What did he say? I don't remember. Probably chucked your baseball and said, go get it, you little bastard. Blocked out from fear, and then he beat the brakes off of Joe just for being with (laughs) me. (laughs) My second show-and-tell item is going to have to be a signed Brad Johnson football that I got also at a hotel in North Bismarck when he was in town with future Hall of Fame candidate Troy Williamson. (laughs) <laughs> it was just an absolute bust for the Vikings. But Brad Johnson signed the football. I have it here in studio. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I don't know what else he want from me. He's a legend. All right.
1: My next show and tell and the last one is my prize possession.
0: Sandwich your cat.
1: My second prize possession. My OJ Simpson signed Original lithograph artwork also signed by the artist.
0: Now, what is a lithograph?
1: Still don't understand that. It is an original print, basically. Of the the artist? Yeah, so he makes this print, and then he produces the lithograph, but he can only do so many, and they get... So the first one starts as really colorful... And then as they go, they get lighter and lighter. So everyone's a different shade. And how I got this one is when I first started working at my job now, I was told about a website called Pristine Auction. And my boss and some other clients were talking about, oh, yeah, about this, about this. I was looking at some of the stuff and it was really expensive. And I was like, oh, this OJ thing's pretty sweet. And I bid on it thinking I wasn't going to win it. And I woke up in the morning. And uh, I owed this company $126. It's actually a pretty good investment. The cheapest one I can find now is going for well over 300 So I'm going to hold on to it. Age it like fine wine. You're looking at a hundred air in about 20
0: years. Yeah, you're going to sell it when you need to get bailed out for murdering your wife. Allegedly. If the glove don't fit, you got to quit. Time for some Britney saga. Free Britney. Have you heard of it, Matt? I have. Hashtag Free Britney. sure you've seen it. If not, that's what we're here for. I'm going to tell you about it. The 38-year-old pop star known for songs such as Toxic, Baby One More Time, and I'm a Slave for You, amongst many others, has been having quite possibly the most interesting 2020 yet, which is a bold statement. For those of you who don't know and haven't known for 12 years, Brittany has been under a conservatorship with her lawyer, father, and a care manager. Care manager sounds really important. Diehard fans have recently taken notice to her eerie social media posts with wacky subliminal meanings, which we will get to in a minute. What the fuck a conservative shirt? Conservative is shit? Kudos on the pronunciation. Conservatorship. Conserv- Say it with me. Conservatorship conservatorship it's a legal term where a parent parent or guardian is appointed by a judge to manage the financial affairs and or daily life of another due to physical or mental limitations or old age so Brittany is the conservatee in this situation her father jamie is in charge of all of her finances so she's a prisoner basically Basically, that's kind of what we're getting at. We all remember back in 2007 when Britney had a meltdown of epic proportions where she shaved her head and vandalized a car with an umbrella. So there was reason for this to happen in the first place. But according to Business Insider, as of March 23, 2020, she is worth $59 million. Imagine being that rich and successful with no access to your hard-earned fortune. Remember how famous she was? I mean, everywhere you looked, every song on the radio, Britney Spears, she's been in the business since she was a kid, really famous, and she was like 15 or 16. Do you remember her sister?
1: Yeah, she's pretty cute. Um, She was on the show Zoe 101 when they were portraying like 15-year-olds, and then she got pregnant, so they
0: canceled the show. Well, she could have been on 16 and pregnant. Be a good show for her.
1: They should have just kept her character as Zoe and switched it over to a 16 and pregnant. But I mean, it was on like Nick Jr., so you'd have to change networks. But
0: never know. Biopic. Now let's get to her posts on social media. Britney Spears, that is. Starting as early as April 2020, when she would just post pics of her sadly looking into the camera with her iconic heavy mascara. Britney just has this like look to her that's just it's classic Britney. I don't know, is she still hot. I like don't know. A trash panda is she? I don't know. Fans think she is a prisoner in her own glamorous life, as we mentioned. And her father pays himself a hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year and takes one point five percent of her revenue for being her conservator. Conservator. Well, well,
1: what's the care? Bear guy. The care
0: manager? Yeah. I don't know. I I just... I read that. He's... I bet he gets probably something similar to it. I'm sure, like, her dad, Jamie, does finances. The care manager, like, makes sure she's good. And the lawyer... father's
1: name Jamie? Yeah. And her sister's name is Jamie.
0: Yeah, not to be confused. That is the dumbest thing ever. We just
1: talked about shitty names. Dude, this dad has to be the biggest piece of shit on the planet. Well, that's what it's looking like. The fact that he takes his daughter's shit is one thing, but the fact that he doesn't even do it himself, he hires a care manager. This guy needs to get hit by
0: a bus. Yeah, I'm sure Brittany is hoping that that happens soon. Hey, Jamie Spears is her father's name? I assume so. Do me a favor. Go park your car in the
1: garage. Keep her running. Shut the door.
0: Good Lord, Matt. I'm going to stop you there. So from my knowledge... Um, The craziness with Free Britney really ramped up when someone commented on her Instagram, and I quote, Wear yellow in your next video if you need help. Sure as shit, Brit is wearing yellow in the next post, looking fucking weird at the camera. Then she posts another pic of her hauntingly staring at the camera. It is frightening if you see it. And people claim... There is a cryptic message that says, call 911 on her lower eyelashes. Now, I looked at this picture myself. If you really zoom in and kind of trick your brain into thinking it says call 911. It's like looking at a cloud. You can see whatever you think. I mean, call 911. That's seven digits total, four of which are just a line. The two L's, the two ones. Like, come on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that, man. <laughs> So, I mean, that's some conspiracy theory shit. It's like, my daughter's so smart at nine months, she can draw L. But the weird part is, it gets really fucked up when her caption from that picture says, P.S. No Photoshop on this photo. So, crazy shit's going on. She also had another Instagram post where she was just, like, walking back and forth like a fucking robot that was broken. I'm just saying 12 years, tens of millions of dollars, a lot of talent. Like, there's no denying she's really talented. And she doesn't have anything for 12 fucking years. That's crazy. She can't shit and eat popcorn at the same time without asking for permission.
1: And she didn't have a gym for six months because she lit two candles and one thing led to another and she burned it
0: down. I mean, if you look at some of her songs, I'm a slave for you. We could really, you know, deep dive into her lyrics and see what happens. But everybody, look out for my girl, Brittany Spears. We all love her. To help, use hashtag freebrittany. Once again, that's hashtag freebrittany. All right,
1: Cleary's comments. We're here for it. Do you want to talk about hiccups?
0: What about hiccups?
1: So before we started, I was having a good conversation with Jordan. And the conversation is this hypothetical you hiccup on every 30 seconds and you get paid a dollar. Every time you hiccup, so a dollar every thirty seconds, but you have to hiccup, your body just does it automatically. How long do you last?
0: Let's do the math here. So a minute is two dollars, an hour is a hundred and twenty. What's that in a day? I'm lost already. Uh, it's twenty-eight eighty. I I would do five days.
1: Yeah. So here is my idea for the hiccups. Yeah, so I do it for two weeks. Granted, you can't sleep when you do this. No, nope, no. Two sleeping. weeks is forty thousand dollars. I spend a thousand dollars up front on cocaine. I was gonna go with meth. Cocaine, you could still fall asleep. I stay up for two weeks using a thousand dollars. I don't think you meth.
0: need a thousand dollars worth of meth to stay up for two weeks. I think you need like. $14 worth of meth to stay up <laughs> for two weeks
1: Okay, well I'm going to get meth
0: $1,000 worth <laughs> I'll sell the overage uh, yeah, For a
1: profit Get stabbed <laughs> Then, at the end of the two weeks I spend $2,000 To go and detox After I pay the meth dealer off yeah. I'm left with over $37,000 And that's how I spent most of my work day to day, guys
0: Yeah, and you got a wicked math problem, regardless of the detox.
1: Next Cleary's comment. You're slowly turning into a Mighty Ducks podcast, and I don't hate it. (laughs) I'm not against it. I also just noticed that I'm wearing a Mighty Ducks t-shirt. Yep. Trinidad and Tobago. D2 Mighty Ducks. Shout out. The Goodwill Games. Uh, Some drinking terms I forgot about. Like you forgot about recently or in Uh, general? I'm going to start using more. Calling hangovers? Beer concussions. I'm out. Every time you black out, you time travel.
0: Yeah, I'm out on that one, too. All right, fine. Keep going. I mean, keep going. Those are the only two I had. 2020. I like to say, let's get plastered. It's really open for interpretation.
1: 2020. Starting a podcast in 2020 is this year's version of we should buy a bar or we should open a bar. We should buy a zoo. Fuck zoos. So much overhead. Didn't you go to the zoo today? I did. That's like always sunny,
0: the TV show.
1: What was your favorite podcast? Starting a
0: podcast. Sorry, Matt. Starting a podcast in 2020 is the equivalent of buying Oakley gas cans in 2010.
1: Boom. Buying Etne sneakers in the seventh grade.
0: Starting a podcast in 2020. Is like piercing your ears in the ninth grade and then taking them out two weeks later.
1: <laughs> when when in life do you get a Prince Albert? <laughs> Starting a podcast in twenty twenty is
0: the nineteen ninety nine version of buying a Blink one eighty two CD. Starting a podcast in twenty twenty is like getting a mullet haircut after Joe Dirt came out. Starting a podcast in twenty twenty. Is like using your sports jerseys as wall decor in your college dorm room. Starting a podcast in 2020 is
1: using one of those key lander leash things and having it hang out of your pocket in high school. Starting a podcast in (laughs) 2020. Starting a podcast in 2020 is like telling a Houston Astros batter, nice swing bitch and getting an eight game suspension. (laughs)
0: Starting a podcast in 2020 is like being surprised when you get caught with the global pandemic.
1: Starting a podcast in 2020 is like buying a bike freshman year of college thinking you'll exercise but the only time you ride it is when you're wasted.
0: And by buying a bike you mean stealing it while you're wasted and didn't want to walk anymore.
1: Starting a podcast in 2020 is the 2019 version of homeless people throwing bird scooters into rivers.
0: Starting a podcast in 2020 is like discovering what Uber and Lyft are in 2013. I actually just got the Uber app like not long ago. I'm a Lyft guy.
1: Yeah, I've been using Lyft a lot. I haven't been doing a lot
0: of anything lately. I have a clearest comment. Hit me. I am officially out on Stefan Diggs. Probably would have figured that when he was shipped to Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like,
1: not much of a breaking news. But Jordan, I'm out on Cam Newton.
0: Cam Newtown?
1: Oh, yeah, that's what I have for Cleary's comments. So although kombucha sucks something awful and should be buried in a hole and forgotten about, Cam Newton should have his own kombucha called Kombucha that actually tastes good. It can be sold right next to my cereal that's just a bunch of sugar called (laughs) Diabetes. Fat kids love it. Moms hate it. Get at me.
0: So, Stefan Diggs, all he does is (laughs) complains and subtweets. But I'm really happy. In our last podcast, Blurred Vision Sports Talk, I predicted that Stefan Diggs was going to be a booming draft pick, which he was. He was a fifth-round pick, 146 overall. They traded him and got first-round pick in 2020, which is the 22nd overall, as well as fifth and sixth rounds, and a 2020 fourth-round pick. 2021, excuse me, fourth-round pick. Can we talk about some of your tweets? Blurred Vision Sports Talk, Minneapolis Miracle. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, so you have
1: officially opted out of the 2020 season? I,
0: I opted out of responsibility. For the twenty twenty season.
1: Okay. If it tweets longer in three lines. I don't read it a
0: lot of time. You like it, you like that yeah, tweet. I, f- I have favored most of your tweets. Um
1: four days ago you said should have limbered up a bit, eh?
0: Yeah, I did a really tough physical job that day, in ninety degree weather. It was really sore afterwards in hindsight twenty twenty. It was probably like, you know, maybe should have stretched, eat a banana, something like that.
1: Yeah, shaved my head but kept the stash, so now I look like Bill Burr and King of Staten Island. Proud moment.
0: It was, it was a mediocre moment. I kind of had to make the tweet work there. Sometimes you got to have the tweets work with you, you know, not against you, hurting or helping. Out of left field, I get spaghetti
1: legs. You spelled spaghetti wrong. Stand by it. It's not even close. Spaghetti doesn't end with a Y.
0: Oh, I didn't know you are the fucking grammar police, man. It's called Twitter, simultaneous blog. Do whatever you want. And you also
1: tweeted, playing dice with the boys and ball security is at an all-time low. And I think after that, you lost one of my dice. No, I'm definitely before.
0: That's why I tweeted it. Small and talk. I didn't say ball security. I said ball, and then I had dice in parentheses and security. So it was dice security, and it was low. Small
1: talk with Lyft drivers never gets old. Brought up the weather today. Classic icebreaker.
0: It is a classic icebreaker.
1: Every time I get in the lift, I'm like,
0: don't don't fucking say it. Don't fucking say it. So how long you been doing this? Cripes. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of bingo lately. I have it up at the bar where my lake cabin is located. You know, you always think you have that hot card when you're playing bingo. I usually play two cards. Out of the two, you usually have that one where you're like, oh, yeah, this is the one. But if you think about it, literally everybody there playing, every table, there's one person saying, like, oh, yeah, this is my hot card. (laughs) And then when you do get in a fucking bingo, you, like, freeze up. I panicked. One time I called bingo before I even stamped my little number. Done it. Huge controversy.
1: Oh, uh I called bingo and didn't have it one time, but my beer was covering
0: 066 in the corner that I thought I had. What are your what's your policy on your calling bingo, let's say you're the bingo caller and B4 comes up. How are you approaching that to the audience? B4 Yeah, that's a rookie mistake. I actually have a standard set where I don't like you as a bingo caller unless when you get before you say not after, but before. It's just, it has to happen for me to have an enjoyable bingo experience. We have fallacies this week. Matt, would you care to share your fallacy with our listeners and please apologize in case you offended somebody?
1: Well,. For the fat asses that eat 365 McChickens a year. I'm sorry that I said 365 million dollars could buy 365 McChickens. It's actually 365 million. And also, they're not on the Dollar Tree in that fucking dollar menu. (laughs) So, it's not my fault. But no, they don't cost one million dollars a McChicken. I could go for a McChicken, you want to go get
0: some? I'm hungry if you want to go get food. I don't know. Why be- are we still recording? <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> the know. show is over.
1: <laughs> you can get some burritos.
0: Yeah, and then we're going to burrito. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> could double, double drop a deuce like we did in college. You didn't go to college. Yeah, you don't have to constantly rub in my face.
0: Meredith, how was your weekend? Well, I caught my son taking a poop in the top side of the toilet. He calls it an (laughs) upper-decker. Upper-decker, baby.
1: (laughs) Whatever you do, wash your hands.
0: That's our show for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. Huge thank you to Joe for coming on for Olympics this week. Follow us on social media if you want. We have a Twitter page, Facebook page, and Instagram now. And if you use Apple Podcasts, feel free to subscribe to us and rate and review us. We'd really appreciate your feedback. We want to get better, listen to what the listeners have to say, and also follow us on Spotify if that's your preferred platform. Looking forward to a good show next week, and you'll have a good weekend. I will feel very good. Yeah, I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) If they
1: don't want some half-drinking kombucha, they can come over and fumigate my house. Also, these places know me a new toilet.
0: I'll probably just blog that later. (laughs) I want that organic laugh, you know? Just like the kombucha. Yeah, my gut kind of hurts. You want to go get some chicken wings and beer after this? <laughs> yeah, I need to balance it out.
1: Go get some canned chili. I'll be right up. <laughs> we need a bunch of corn dogs. Some expired mustard. And we'll try to make our own Chick fil A sauce. A T bone steak that is just way undercooked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my chicken, rare. <laughs> chicken sushi. You've seen Parks and Rec, right? Yes. When the Venezuela comes to town, and he's talking about. It, he's like, "Oh yeah, you undercook chicken, jail. <laughs> yes. You overcook fish, also jail. <laughs> undercook, overcooked. It's <laughs> like late for a dental appointment, jail. <laughs> <laughs> Best patients in the world. <laughs> Believe it or not,
0: All right Don't they just want prostitutes that whole time? Yeah, they think that Donna's
1: <laughs> a prostitute, and then they're like." Tom keeps getting him candy bars because <laughs> he's giving him, like, $10 tips. Yeah. I could go for a McChicken. You want to go get some? I'm
0: hungry if you want to go get food. I don't what? know. Why gonna... are we still recording? <laughs> I don't know. The
1: show is over. You <laughs> can get some burritos.
0: Yeah, and then we're going to burrito. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we could double double drop a deuce like we did in college. You didn't go to college. Yeah, you don't have to constantly rub in my face.
0: Meredith, how was your weekend? Well, I caught my son taking a poop in the top side of the toilet. He calls it an (laughs) upper-decker. Upper-decker, baby.
2: (laughs)
1: Whatever you do, wash your hands.
2: (laughs) Matt, when I see you in the lake this week, I'm drowning you.
1: (laughs) Joe, you know full well I can't swim very well, and I'm way stronger. And you, so much, flex you off the dock.
2: Okay, let's get into this because I'm ready to win no
0: matter what. You don't win the Olympics, but okay. Yeah, I'm gonna crack a beer. You don't have to. I'm drinking wine. Okay, we'll maybe discuss that later. But I'm just gonna.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Joe's Olympics. So... <laughs> Terrible, and that was not surprising at all. Yeah, why don't you
0: tell him one-dimensional actors? Not, yeah, yeah like, if they played one. In the, I mean, like I still, that. I
2: still, I still just dunked all over him, so it's fine. You so, like, your I would have.
1: Pick was your lost
2: in the metal round. I agree with Matt by Matt. far. <laughs> Man, you picked someone from a commercial as the gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, I could have picked any commercial actor. Uh, oh, let's go, all awesome. right. I could have picked actors. I could have picked I could have picked Jake from State Farm. Oh, look at me. Great gold medal pick, Joe.
0: And I would have picked uh, Mania or whatever, Mayhem from yeah. State or whatever. Yeah. I would have picked that Tom that had ED and played golf.
2: <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the day you.